you are dialed into another edition of the Savvy Citizen Podcast. Today on the show, we've got three guests plus another four-legged guest as we're talking about a unique partnership between the Gaston County Museum of Art and History and our Animal Care and Enforcement Shelter. We're going to be telling you a little bit about how this came about and why this program has been such a success. All right, we're here for another edition of the Savvy Citizen Podcast, and um, we've got actually four guests. One of them you may hear in and out throughout the show. That's Winston. He's a six-month-old um, resident of the shelter, and hopefully not at the shelter too much longer because you know he's available for adoption now. So by the time that this airs, maybe he's already got a new home. We'll see. Um, but we're here with Alex Brooks, who's the education manager at the Gaston County um, Museum for Art and History, and Hannah Thompson, who is a museum guide at the same facility, and then Elizabeth Henderson, who is adoption coordinator at the Animal Care and Enforcement Shelter. And we're talking today about a partnership that um, ACE and the museum have put together, and it's been now a year in the making, right? It has, yeah. So, so tell me a little bit about kind of who came up with the idea for bringing adoptable animals to the museum? <laughs> well, um, I, I might should take credit for that. I uh, Credit or blame. I'm not quite sure which, actually. Both. You both. <laughs> <laughs> so um, it, it really, uh, quite honestly, it, it started out as a joke. Um, but we had, we were discussing... Um, partnerships with other departments and, you know, with outside organizations and everything. And we had been challenged to come up with new ones by our, our director at the time. And he, uh, he's like, you know, just think of things outside the box. Mm-hmm. And we made, somebody made some comment and I, I forgot exactly what it was, but it, it was something along the lines of, you know, we should partner with uh, like the Raptor Center and get some, uh, get some animals in here or, you know, partner <laughs> with the zoo or something like right. that. And, and I was like, well, you know, there's always the, uh, I think, I think Ace was actually having, it was, it was probably right around um, Christmas time last year. So I think it was probably the, the empty the shelters um, program that you guys do. And we're like, wow, well, you know, we could always partner with Ace and, mm-hmm. you know, fe- feature adoptable animals. And, um, you know, at the time it was actually, um, he was like, no, no, <laughs> I mean, you know, <laughs> okay, no, and everything. And then he, um. He didn't nix it quite out of the water. I mean, like completely out of the gate. Right. And he went away <laughs> for Christmas. <laughs> and during that time. While the boss is away, the mice will play. Exactly. Yes. Um, but um, yeah, so we, uh, we, you know, we're bouncing it around amongst staff and everything. And it's like, well, no, that would be, that would be actually awesome. Mm-hmm. And it made mention of um, a partnership that, uh, one of our fellow history institutions, um, the James K. Polk Birthplace in Pineville, has mm-hmm. um, that they uh, were participating with the Mecklenburg uh, Shelter, and that was through their barn cat program. Okay. And, of course, you know, they're a living history site, and they have a lot of outdoor spaces and everything, and the idea was to um, – where they had cats that probably would not be great fits for indoor cats, um, but, you know, were really personable and, and likable and everything, but would be a, a great outdoor cat um, living on properties like the Polk site that right. you know, had these sort of outdoor, you know, um, shelters that they could still live in and, and whatnot, and, um, but also help keep down, you know, the outdoor pest, per, you know, um, rodent control and that sort of thing for these living history sites. 
And they had a cat, uh, Miss Polka Dot, who they adopted to come and live on the Living History site. And she, of course, um, promptly decided that they had miscategorized her as an outdoor cat when she was so very obviously an indoor cat. Uh (laughs) And she moved in (laughs) indoors and I don't think has been outdoors since. Um, But uh, so at any rate, we, we were talking about it and we thought, well, you know, that would be really cool where we might not be able to have one living on site with us although i think the staff is 100 percent for it yep um but uh we thought well you know it, it would be sort of cool to at least do like a little uh, social media initiative maybe right. and you know have them um come in and and bring uh whomever they're having problems with adopting or or somebody to feature you know somebody really personable or what have you but um Basically, be a, a new way for for them to get um, reach a new audience, right. and as well as for us. But also, it's just uh, you know the museum is a is a community organization. We we're here to serve the community, and that's not just Joe Public. That's also other county departments and other institutions and other organizations. And so we reached out to uh, out to Ace, and it was like, hey, would you guys possibly in, be interested in this? You know, really hairbrained idea we have. <laughs> and we were very lucky that they said yes. <laughs> so the, from from your point of view, Elizabeth, I mean, this is something that's, like Alec was saying earlier, it's a little bit outside the box, right? Absolutely. Typically, when you think of, okay, we're going to go feature animals, like maybe you go to the local paper, or you go to a TV station, or I mean, you guys obviously go and hit out a bunch of events in different parts of the community. But um, what about this partnership kind of, I mean, was it something where out of the gate you were thinking, ah, this isn't going to really work? Um, when they first contacted us, we were like, that's not something at all we thought of. We were like, yes. <laughs> like, we love doing, like, different stuff. Um, just something that we never, like, do, just random stuff. So, like, mm-hmm. we were super excited. Like, anything to get, like, our animals publicized in a different way um, is always something that we're – like game to do so we were like super excited and glad that they reached out to us so um it's been a great partnership and we always love going over there we always have a good time when we're over at the museum (laughs) we try to get them to stay some days (laughs) (laughs) and we always try to get them to adopt an animal so it's it's like it's a give or take they've gotten really close occasionally (laughs) yeah as alex sitting there cuddling winston yeah Um, so how do you go about kind of picking which animal is going to get featured? Cause this, this is a effort, um, Joshua Braswell, who's uh, the producer for this podcast, um, was still working part-time at the museum when you guys started this. And so he's been kind of the, uh, the, uh, making a star out of these animals, if you will, with his photographs. Um, it just depends. Um, sometimes we'll pick, um, like long residents that have had a hard time, um, getting seen. Mm. Um, sometimes we'll pick um, senior citizens. Um, sometimes we'll pick newer residents that are young, highly adoptable. Sure. Um, it just depends on who we have in our building, the inventory flow of animals that we have. Um, so honestly, it just depends on who's our, our building and who we kind of need, who we feel like needs the extra push um, sure. at that moment. Hey citizens, are you feeling savvy yet? If not, let's take a break and hear about some cool things happening in and around Gaston County. Did you know Savvy Citizen now has a live music series? 
Check out the monthly episodes of Savvy Sounds, where we bring you original music and interviews with musicians from in and around Gaston County. View it on demand on the Gaston County Government YouTube page. Just search for the Savvy Sounds playlist. If I'm remembering correctly, I mean, this has now been a year of doing this, and what's extraordinary about this is it's been 100% successful. Every one of the animals yes. featured has been adopted, right? Yes. Every, every single animal. That's great. I mean, and some of them, like, almost, like, <laughs> before you even get the information yes. out there, right? <laughs> yes. Yeah, there's there's been plenty of times where um, typically whenever we do a, a photo shoot, we, we've we Josh has come back to the museum and, and um, done the photo shoot with the animals, and then about a week later we put out the, the motor, social media. And there's been times where literally as soon as it hits um, – Elizabeth, I don't know if it's you on the, okay. Yeah, is he, yeah, I mean, yeah, there's instantly a comment from Ace of, they've been adopted. Yep. <laughs> you know? yeah. Yeah, but we have other great you. animals. <laughs> yes. But yeah, it's it's been great though, because I mean, like she said, there, there's been multiple, um, I mean, we've had elderly animals, we've had animals with heartworm and other, you know, medical issues. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's, it's not just all... Um, well, they're all adorable, but yeah. <laughs> uh, they're all cute kittens and puppies, but um, regardless of their age. But, you know, yeah, it, it's not just all the babies you know, right. that, that you would normally say, oh, yeah, I bet that one's gone, you know, really quick. There's There's been some that I'm like, ah, you know, bless this one's all right. It's, right. They've probably definitely had some some issues, you know, getting overlooked and everything. What is the, um, when you're going through and, and setting up the, the photo shoot, like one of the images that stuck with me, and by the way, you can go on to the museum's Facebook page and, and check all these out. Um, but there was one where there was literally a kitten kind of walking across the keys of an old piano. <laughs> yes. Um, but like, how do you go about kind of deciding like, all right, how are we going to set this up? Cause it's not, you don't just like sit them down in like front of the museum on the porch and just go, okay, we're taking photos. I mean, it's very artistically crafted. Um, so we usually, um, and Hannah, you can probably speak to this a little bit as well. We, um, Josh usually contacts us about a week before. Um, and usually the museum staff has, has already sort of debated around what we're going to be, what kind of theme Mm -hmm. we're going to do. Um, so we usually have some ideas and then of course, you know, weather comes into play and everything. Um, but uh, we also, we have to think, you know, because we're not a, an animal-friendly facility, <laughs> um, we, we don't just allow random animals into the museum. Right. Um, you know, sometimes occasional wildlife doesn't get that, but <laughs> <laughs> they come in anyway. Um, but, uh, yeah, so it, it's not a place to just bring your dog, come on, walk in. Right. Um, but... So we do, we do have to, you know, chat with our, like our collections manager and our, our curator and everything and say, okay, you know, what, what's up in exhibits at the moment, you know, what's available to have an animal around it, you know, what's a safe space and everything. And then we rely on, on ACE um, as well, because when they come in, you know, they automatically tell us, you know, um, a little bit about the animal is, is okay, you know, we're, we're bringing, usually it is a surprise that morning as to what we're getting, um, mm. which we love. Yeah. <laughs> we love the fact that it's a surprise. Um they have come in and gone, you know, hey, this guy's really great. He's really friendly. Um, but he, everything is his and he's going to mark it all. Ah. <laughs> and it's like, okay, so we're going to do this one out in the backyard. That's or, right. You know, <laughs> out, not in the galleries. Mm-hmm. Um, from that point, um, Josh and, and Hannah really take it over. Um, and they sort of coordinate where we're going to go and what we're going to do and any props we need. And, um, you know, I. Stay out of the way. 
For the most part, anyway. (laughs) Well, I mean, you know, cuddles aside. Yes. Well, I think it also, we kind of pick a theme on, based on the month or if we have an event coming up soon. So, like, we'll do Halloween or in Mm -hmm. April we had art day. So, we had the kittens outside doing chalk drawings and bubbles and all kinds of fun stuff just to highlight our upcoming events. So, from the standpoint of, like, getting animals adopted and been working with Elizabeth over the past few days because the shelter is really full right now. Um, how many animals do you guys typically adopt out in a given year? I mean, is it is it hard to say like, oh, it's any year is typical because it's just, you know, it varies so much from month to month? It varies. I mean, the past couple of years with COVID and stuff, it's been like, it's been a real like wishy-washy, I would say. Mm-hmm. Like, it's been, it's been difficult. This year's been kind of like up and down, like as far as like adoptions and things like that. So it's kind of hard to say. So what's the typical adoption process look like if somebody's interested in like adopting a dog or a cat and occasionally you guys get other animals that aren't dogs or cats, right? We do, but those don't get adopted out. So the only thing we do adopt out is dogs and cats. Um, If we get something like a a rabbit or things like that, we do not adopt those things out. Um, Those typically get pushed to rescue. Okay. Um, But like the typical adoption process is um, you do have to fill out adoption application. Um, So you do, there is a pre-screening and you do have to be pre-approved through us. So there are certain checkpoints you have to go through in order to get a pre-approved. Once you do get approved, um, then you're basically set to come down and to adopt. Um, Okay. So um, like if you do have a dog in the home, we do require that you do a meet and greet with a dog that you are interested in so we can make sure all parties in the home will get along because we want to make sure everybody gets along in the sure. home. Um, but other than that, I mean, once you get that pre-approved um, application on file, um, you're all set to come down to the shelter. Awesome. And, I mean, typically, what does it cost to be able to adopt a dog or a cat? I know that you guys run different specials based on, you know, different sponsorship opportunities that, you know, um, happen throughout the year. But... On a typical basis, what are we looking at? So our typical price ranges are um, $90 for dogs and 75 for cats. Um, in that adoption fee, that in, that one that fee covers their microchip, their spay or neuter, um, vaccinations, um, and things like that, other bedding like flea and tick, while they're in our care, um, they're being dewormed and things like that. So you're getting a lot of value out of that. Yes, absolutely. Because if you go, I mean, just along for their spay and neuter, I mean, that's in their microchip, that's a, a value because you're going to go to a regular vet um, and pay a couple hundred dollars for that stuff. Sure. Let's take a break to hear a word from our sponsors. Oh, wait, just kidding. We don't have sponsors. These are just some cool things happening in and around Gaston County. Want to show a little love for a shelter animal? On Friday, February 10th, come on out to the Gaston County Animal Care and Enforcement Shelter for an evening of craft making. From 6 to 7 p.m., you or your children can make valentines for our shelter animals. The event is free. Pre-register by visiting our Animal Care and Enforcement page on our website, gastongov.com. So what are you guys thinking for year two for this? Because I assume this is a partnership that is not ending just because <laughs> we've hit the one-year mark. Most definitely not, no. Um um, okay. I'm I'm still kind of working out. Uh, <laughs> We're putting Hannah on the spot, and <laughs> Hannah's looking at Alex like, "Don't don't you dare!" I know. I know. January, we had talked about doing kind of a year in review of mm. okay, these are all of our babies that we've had in the last year. Um, plus a new baby. Plus the new baby, of course. Bring us a new baby. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> we, we do want more babies, um, but just to highlight our success and how happy we are with this partnership and 
feel like you guys need a calendar or something. You could just put all the photos like on a, on a 2023 calendar. It's been talked about. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know, it, it, it really has been talked about actually. Um, cause some of the pictures, I mean, you know, whenever we post these things, we only post maybe a handful yeah. of what Josh sends me. <laughs> um, it, I mean, and he'll, he'll send me a good, Oh God. Sometimes there's 30 or 40 pictures. Sure. Um, but uh, and and they're all incredible. Um, but it, it's it's really hard to choose a lot of times and mm-hmm. choose which pictures we end up using. Um, but yeah, it's it's there. There's some really good ones. I feel like we could we could pull some definitely you know never before seen shots <laughs> and put in a calendar. And and, yeah. and there's some that are absolutely hilarious. I mean, there's some that it's maybe a great shot of the animal, but mm-hmm. you know, um, Allison, who's our curator is in the back, you know, sort of like, ah. <laughs> and she refuses to let that one go. Right. Out. Maybe so. we should start a behind the scenes. Bleepers oh, I mean, you, you know, with that we yeah. could do, <laughs> um, you know, I know there's been several that Josh has probably gotten that, you know, the um, lens is pretty well filled with somebody's snoot <laughs> um, <laughs> sniffing him. <laughs> right. They, uh, we, we have a, we have a running saying that everybody loves Josh. All the, all the animals love Josh. Cause it, it's, um, it's hilarious. Cause he's usually there. Our sessions are what? Almost about 45 minutes long to an hour yeah. sometimes. Um, so, I mean, it's not a, a quick process, but right. I mean, he's, you know, on ladders looking down he's mm-hmm. on the floor crawling around you know right sort of sort of chasing around them you know we we're all in the background you know trying to get them to look up at us or you know, right. do, do different things you know you, you ever want to see a bunch of adults act really <laughs> really silly um but uh as hard as it is to probably try to get a toddler to pay attention when yes. you're taking pictures i would imagine that cats and dogs are even worse oh uh, yes yes i mean you you talk about those kittens on the keyboard right. <laughs> on the piano i mean that's yeah exactly but um but yeah there's they typically they're all over him they're very very interested in the guy who's down on their level with the camera mm-hmm. pointed at him um but it's it's a lot of fun well and just something to kind of um not necessarily that like our jobs are monotonous, but it just, it, it adds like a different element to something to look forward to every month that it's like, Oh, you know, this is something um, to plan for. And uh, like you were saying at kind of the top, like just really outside the box. Yeah. Well, I, every Wednesday, every first Wednesday of the month, it's a, uh, it's a thing of everybody's like, what kind of baby are they bringing today? <laughs> it's, it's like, I don't know, <laughs> like, but they're coming today, right? Yes, they're coming. <laughs> it's the best day of the month. Just wait until like Ace gets something weird dropped off and Elizabeth comes over with like a Komodo dragon or yes. something. <laughs> yes. We're here for it. Right. Yes. We're totally here for it. it. It is one of those things. I think this particular relationship is, is one of those great moments of highlighting, you know, when you are trying to collaborate with somebody, um, you know, don't, don't count anybody out. You mm-hmm. know, it's, it's definitely, um, I mean, there's benefits to the museum for us doing this there, you know, certainly there's some benefits we hope to ACE, mm-hmm. um, for them taking part in this, but you know, it, it I think it just goes to show that it, there's no collaborate. Well, number one, look to collaborate with people. I mean, yeah. it, off the get go, I mean, just, you know, don't try to necessarily do everything yourself. Um, but even when you are just, you know, look out there and, and think outside that box. Um, you know, don't, don't assume anything's off the table. Um, that was, that was one of the greatest collaboration meetings I think I've ever been to was walking into their office space and, and they were just like, yeah, 
<laughs> no, no hold hard. Yeah. You want to see the animals? Come on. <laughs> it's like, oh, yes, I do want to see the animals. Right. Yeah. I mean, even Dandrea, who works in her office and guest hosts some of the podcasts, I mean, she's one of those that even though she's allergic, she would be in there every day if I let her, I think. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, when I say that everybody's waiting for, you know, the 10 o'clock mark on, a, on the first Wednesday to show up, it, it literally all hands drop what they're doing and, yep. you know come running downstairs to see the baby. Yeah, we'll peek out the windows on the second floor. Case is here. It's like it's Christmas. It, is. it really is. Yes. I mean, you know, people that have, unfortunately have to go to meetings and everything are, are just like, no, I'm going to miss them. <laughs> you know, of course, we're all furiously texting them pictures and everything just to make them feel bad. But <laughs> Right, right. As you should. Yeah, you exactly. should. Well, awesome. And um, basically, the, the way to check these out, we talked about this a little bit earlier, but... Um, they get posted to the museum's Facebook page. Um, so if the animals happen to still be adoption um, after the shoot, like it's um, all the information will be up there and get in touch. Um, as Elizabeth mentioned earlier, you can fill out that application if you haven't done it already um, and, and go over and maybe find yourself a new uh, furry friend. Yes. Well, I want to thank Alex Brooks and Hannah Thompson and Elizabeth Anderson for coming in and joining us today. I want to wish you guys the best of success as you go forward in year two of the it's canines. Curator cats and canines. There you go. I knew I was going to screw that up, but it's, <laughs> it's all C's. But all A's in terms of uh, how the uh, how it's turned out. Yes, definitely. Maybe we'll do a year two recap. There you go. <laughs> See if we can keep our, our 100% success rate. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you guys are, you've set the bar really high. That's for darn sure. <laughs> all righty. And thanks, thanks for joining us. And thanks to Winston. It's any of the, the mic bumps you hear throughout that. That was courtesy of uh, Winston. So. <laughs> the savvy citizen podcast is a production of the gaston county communications office it is hosted by janet schaefer and adam gobb and its senior field correspondent is elizabeth mcgee editor and producer is joshua braswell coming up on next week's edition of savvy citizen we're talking with a couple folks from human resources amia massey and lisa wasin and let me tell you, it's a lot more fun than it sounds like when I say we're going to human resources. <laughs>